Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody? It is Crut here with my buddy Will. Halftime of the Bears game recording. Not looking too good. Um, not much to say. Cold, rainy football weather in Chicago. Love that. Got some some friends and family at the game today. They're uh, they're sticking it out. So so love that. But man, doesn't look like we're gonna pull this one out. Still a half left. Moving the ball all right. Just those those two interceptions have really really hurt us. But I don't know. Does not looking good. Let's put it at that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess we'll say this. Um, this there is may like or may not be. Yeah. In half recording. <laughs> Yeah, so this is our available time on a Sunday with the time difference and everything. So uh, we're going to record right now, and uh, if it doesn't get any better, then I guess we'll just leave it at, we'll at this. From us. No, yeah, we'll, we'll just post this in the morning. Um, but uh, yeah, the Bears are performing like, you know, like, you know, how it kind of feels with the weather out there, man. I, I guess I can be the weather analyst because I just walked hey, to Duncan. Yeah. That's like Belgium that. weather. That's like Belgium weather. It rains here probably five out of the seven days. Really? I did not know oh, that. Yeah. It rains here so much. And it's cold. So I feel like it's warmer. You're getting a little taste. You're getting just a little taste. It, it definitely doesn't get as cold as it does in Chicago there. Right? Uh, no, no. It, it never – well, the Celsius thing really throws me a curveball. Um <laughs> not too sure on those should we, calculations. Should we get a? Should we get like super geographical here? And you know, I, I'm pretty sure that you uh, are the northern. I'm above yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it does. It doesn't snow here at all. Wait, is this yeah. the Belgium segment or is this? No, Belgium? no. But this is <laughs> this is what we're gonna fill bears with. <laughs> yeah, I'm above you in the world. Yeah. But it isn't something to do with like the current, like you know the cold Man, water. The sure. cold water comes this way, so yeah, I don't know. I'll say from the people that I know here and the locals, they say it doesn't snow here too much. Yeah, is it snowed at all? If, 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 ever, if ever, a couple maybe a couple days of the year they say. So I'm not sure. You know, we got the lake effect snow. You know, that's a, that's a term. Chicago is like to throw around. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just like effects snow. The region of northern Indiana, they, they love that. Yeah. They love that term. So, but yeah, the weather is a little, little, uh, little similar. A little similar. It was like 33 or 34 today, what it is in Chicago. Okay, well, well let's get back to Pierce. So, okay. Um, Roquan I, Smith. Yeah. Little open field tackle against Kyler Murray, man. That's all I have to say. Dude is a pro bowler. And David Montgomery. Montgomery's playing well, too. You know, it, it, the Bears have had a lot of drops this year, and I know the rain has didn't help. Mm-hmm. But I feel like just overall we've had some drop, a lot of drops. That, uh, that last sequence there was pretty funny, though. Like, So what's up? Like, Why did they go for it earlier? That last like, how, sequence that- was like me playing Madden. Your guy has – they've got third and whatever. All like t- You're talking about to end the half? 
No, I, yeah, but I'm saying that it started started with Nagy not going for it on fourth and two, which is I would have gone fair. for hundred percent. I would have gone for that. In yeah, no, but like also, what you're four and seven against the Arizona Cardinals, best team in the in the NFL, and they're getting the ball back to start the second half, and you don't think you can get two yards. And he has yeah. a great reason to believe they don't they can't get two yards. Yeah, but uh Schlereth said it on the on the uh not a not a huge fan of the two calling the game today. Yeah, Schlereth said Greg some Olsen, weird things. Greg, Greg Olson yeah. or you know, obviously Romo and Nance are are the best. Um but yeah, Schlereth, he's just okay. But he made a good point. I mean They've been – I mean, they've scored on us. I mean, yeah. they, they ran a swing pass for whatever, how many ever yards for a touchdown. I mean, I, he said it was like a respect thing, and I, I get that. Like, you don't want to give them the ball with two – they had two timeouts, one, maybe one. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I think on their probably. side of the field, and they get the ball back. Like, if we want any hope of winning this game, we, we probably had to, had to punt. So, but then the the timeout, like to get the like, yeah. Well, it's third down, and we call timeout. Like, what? what? Hopefully, we get. Then they pick up a first down. That's so classic. You're not talking, but then yeah, like yeah, the Kingsbury, end of the half, like, yeah, Kingsbury goes, you know, wants to have fun there. Kind of different from from Nagy. I think they said it's a difference of philosophy. I'm like. Well, the, uh, yeah, the more aggressive why, one. Why did Nagy call that timeout at Hold the on. end? Dude, I, thought, I, I thought Arizona called that. No. I was kind of I was getting ready for this. I thought Arizona called this. Called we that. we called the timeout. They With ran the ball on, on second and something, and it got no yards. And then we called the timeout on third down. Really? And then they ran the ball and picked up a first down. And then and then they called the timeout. Okay. Oh, okay. So the one before that. Play. Okay. Okay. That was I was thinking. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't that know. was probably why I was up. <clears throat> Big second half coming up, man. Big second half. We're going to get it done. Like, do you even want this win? <laughs> well, you don't have hey, a first round pick, so yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. We're in the hunt. For sure. It's too early to they quit. They said on the broadcast today, one game out of the playoffs. Huh. We still haven't even – if we beat the Vikings twice, who knows? It's a new, It's a whole new year. Yeah, for sure. Is, is that next week? We haven't even played them yet. Yeah. Um, I'm looking. Maybe. I think it's like a Monday – A Monday. no, maybe the Packers are next week, Monday night. Yeah, it is. Sunday night. Oh, so, next, yeah, you have two primetime games coming up. Next week, Sunday night, Packers. And then, I won't um, to watch that. The following Monday, Vikings. So, yeah. I think I, I think feeling that, that game might get flexed. That Vikings Bears game. Well, to, I think to, to I, I saw Big Cat saying something about like he wishes they did and they 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 didn't. Like it's set now that it is going to be a Monday night. Both okay. of them. Nice. Yeah. Woo. Excited. But, like, you you also have the Seahawks and the Giants after – or, sorry, 
of your five five games, it's Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. Four very winnable games, and the Packers. Which is another winnable game. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> All right. We'll see about that one, but. Yeah, man. I mean, watching these Bears games every week is you get so high for them. You know, you, you get you get so amped up, ready to go for these games. And then, you know, it's just the results put you in the dumps. They put you down in the dumps. I mean, yeah, I guess you can always have faith in the defense making something happen. But, yeah. Uh, I guess what, what does a uh... – what are we gonna say tomorrow morning if they win? Like, like what does that couple? Uh, we'll then be doing uh, a halftime podcast every every sun every Sunday. Okay, we'll do that. They win. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's good for Bears. And uh, if you don't hear more uh, more hear on the Bears, that's a loss. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do some players. So for Blair's Crut, I mean, I haven't really uh, talked to you about it. I mean, you texted all of us, but uh, like, were you able to watch the game? It was on Fox, so no, yeah. couldn't watch the game. FS1, don't know, not available here in, in in Europe. But I tweeted out, man, hell of a win, hell of a win by the Ramblers, Chicago's finest. It's great. That is that brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> And I I saw some pictures of the game. Didn't really look like they had like that many fans for DePaul there. Like the yeah. whole upper section didn't seem filled. So I saw some pictures that made it seem like it was more empty than it was. Maybe because like people trickled in late and filled in some some places. But uh, okay, yeah, it definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't like sold out or anything um but uh the Loyola presence was awesome like kind of yeah, like, yeah i saw a picture that it was pretty cool yeah I, I we were hoping for that and yeah it was great and they're awesome and loud and like the student section was like you know in the rafters but yeah, they were standing yeah. the whole time and they were so much better than the depaul student section so it was great um and then your parents, like, uh, you talked to them? Yeah, they were there. They were there. They, they said it was a great time. They especially enjoyed the uh, the pregame with with all the other with all the other. Oh, they went to that with all the yeah. parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, they were, like, across the street from the arena, and we got off the bus, and they were going nuts. It was, yeah. It was funny. That was the highlight for my dad, I could assume. Yeah, they missed that. Yeah, yeah, but – I I saw you guys were up like what thirteen zero or something. Yeah, or it might not have been that, but it was fifteen five, and then I think twenty three to eight at the twelve minute media. So I'll say this, like, you know, like respect them, like they're a, a good team and everything, but we're disappointed that we just didn't blow them out. Didn't like, finish it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I saw some pretty aggressive tweets from people at the game during that ten minutes stretch. Yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> is the worst <laughs> basketball I've ever seen. Blah 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 blah. It, like, um, 
you know, it kind of felt like the, those two Missouri State games last year uh, for those first eight minutes or so, ten minutes. Um, but, yeah, we don't think we played very well. Definitely, like, in the, in the first half, like, you know, they got like several transition buckets, which we don't do. Uh, we had some guys, like, going in for offense rebounds a couple times that led to their breaks. Um, and then so also we, we t- like threw inbounds and we threw it away and then they got a dunk or no, did that not no, happen? Not off mix, not off mix. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Like, oh yeah. yeah. They, they were just able. So that gave us some momentum and then also offensive rebounds and loose balls. Like we lost some of those in the first half, which we haven't like, again, they're super skilled. Like they're they're definitely one of the most skilled teams we've played all year, even in Atlantis. Um, they are super skilled and talented. But when we were in a half court setting against them, we felt super comfortable about guarding all their action and you know their tendencies and everything. And we kept them in the game with loose balls, offensive rebounds, and fouls. We had so much hand checks, so many hand checks, I should say. Um, and that was kind of frustrating. But Nonetheless, battled it out. Some guys uh, really made some some big plays here and there. Um, obviously, that's I don't know if you've seen uh, Lucas is on the front page of the. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Was yeah, yeah the, was the it chippy out there though? Was it you know? Was there some um, chippiness or no? I I don't think they were particularly chippy. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I don't think. There were no were little scuffles or anything. No, nah, not really. Uh, the you could hear some insane stuff from the fans. Oh yeah, everywhere. I and I, I heard some stuff from some some of the families after about some of the stuff that was said and like their student section again, super weak, sitting a whole lot, um, and right by us. And like they were they were chanting like "F loyal" at one point. Um. And then Sister Jean, uh, like Hitch was pulling her out, uh, I think with like, you know, 12 seconds or something like that left when we were shooting free throws and stuff. And and then we like saw her when we were going back to the locker room, like, um, which again, like, I guess it's not again, but when people see her getting wheeled like that, it's to come to us after the game. It's not, she's not like leaving. Not to leave. I think I heard some people say that. I'm like, she's not, she's not, which would be hilarious if she just left. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm done. Yeah. We've won. We've won. I'm out. Good job. Good job. Like, I'll see you guys like, next game. Yeah. Look forward yeah. to my email. No, she was, she was uh, like in like where we walked to the locker room and like, you know, she, she, she gave us a fist bump yesterday uh, there. So, so yeah, but when she came up, it, the, Arena erupted with all types of emotion. Ah, um, yeah, it was it was funny. And there there were a lot of uh, fingers in the air from uh, people wearing blue. Uh, but the oh, lower crowd, but the lower crowd eclipsed that with uh, their noise for her. So it was cool. Um, but yeah, like just in general, like the game, the like crowd going back and forth. Uh, was something we missed, like, you know, that's, you know, we kind of had the March Madness a little bit last year. It wasn't 
you know, fans weren't on top of us like that, though. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was still like a buffer. It's probably the um, most packed game, best atmosphere you've played in. I mean, even even like that Illinois game, like it was a great game, but like yeah. it wasn't even – I don't know what the capacity was of it, but it wasn't even 50 – might have been 50%, maybe not even. Yeah, and I bet it was less than yesterday. And, you know, it's like dark in there and everyone's way far back. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so so that was that was cool. Like Drew was, it was cool. Drew like before tip off, Drew was like, "I miss this, guys. I miss this." And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like to be on the like, kind of on the road like that, but also you know, it wasn't necessarily the road. What's uh, what's next? We got Roosevelt uh, Tuesday night. So quick turnaround. Everyone's saying we're the city champs. Still got another uh, city school to take care of. I guess we're the and, the NCAA city champs because I believe they're NAIA. Um, but yeah, and then and then Vanderbilt. Yeah, Friday Friday night at Vanderbilt. Oh, at Friday night. Ooh, that should be fun. Yeah, gotta fly to Nashville on on Thursday. Missing, we're all missing our like last two days of regular class. But uh, oh, then it's finals. Yeah, which I guess we you know. We've known that for a while. We, we just have to get stuff in early. so And then finals, yeah. That's one thing I don't miss in college, <laughs> finals. Good luck to you. Thank you. I got a, got a lot of writing. Let me guess, you got a couple papers. <laughs> That's so classic, folks. That is so classic. <laughs> ask Will to hang out or ask him to play some video games. Nah, man. You got to write up this paper. <laughs> I haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's classic. Ah. Yeah, so uh so that's coming. We didn't even talk about Indiana State, man. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they they seem improved. They I mean they weren't they beat us last year. Yeah. And they, I mean it, obviously Key was uh hurt mm-hmm. add him into the mix and they're they could be sure. really, really competitive. I mean, yeah. I didn't get to watch that game either, but I saw the box score and stuff. It looks like – and I, I actually watched that game the day after. Um, how I've been watching most of your guys' games, I got like a login to this website mm-hmm. that has all the games. Um, so they, they look like they play like five out. They play a lot of uh, a lot of blast, dude. Holy, uh, holy crap. Uh, are, are we allowed to say that? But uh, they, they were going to say our offense. <laughs> yeah. Our offense. They were running that to the cows come home, dude. I was watching that like, yeah. oh, my gosh. And uh, we prepared for that. And uh, so, you know, I got to be the. Uh, the That's the best. Man. That was probably a couple of the best practices for Will. <laughs> Just Braden texted everyone uh, before and he's like, you know, prepare yourself. Yeah. Your yeah. I think Will Alcock is one of the best five-on-four disadvantage offensive players I've ever played with. We used to do a drill. We would, it's, the offense has five, and the defense has four guys. So, it, you know, it's like playing hard, scrambling, stuff like that. And Will would get in on offense, and he loves a no-look pass. And that's just the best time to use it. There's a guy always open. He's yeah. cutting to the rim. He's throwing a no look pass every time. There's one guy guarding two, so you, you, you know, yeah. 
give him a pass pick to one of the guys and make sure the other guy is going to the basket or an open three. So that's that's always fun. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, you know, Indiana State they'll, they'll be tough. You know, they they run their offense super well, um, and that was kind of good to grind out. And they hit a lot of shots too. Like some of the guys, like we we're kind of we wanted to go under some of their ball screens because their ability to go downhill and stuff like that. Like they were hitting threes um, and yeah. kind of keeping them alive. And they scored a lot. They scored a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. We have we need to clean some of that, and we, we talked about some ways to do that the following day. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then DePaul, we got Roosevelt on Tuesday, and we got Vanderbilt Saturday. Mm-hmm. So got a got a good week ahead of us. Get some uh, get some studying in. Get some rest, and and let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's good for Blurs again. Yesterday was awesome. And uh, let's talk for Belgium. I cut for Belgium. I mean, I was on Hold social on. media Hold this on. week. Before we move on to Belgium, um, <laughs> sorry, I have to backtrack. We forgot to mention this in Bears. Bears are playing the Cardinals today. Oh, One of the God. greatest games I've ever seen. Probably the greatest game I've ever seen. As a Bears fan, as about an eight, I was born in 98, and that was in 06. So, yeah, I was eight years old, absolutely electric, running through my house. It was the craziest game I've ever seen. Devin Hester returns the punt, Erlacher. Oh, man, brings back some great memories. I remember I remember my brother had was playing fantasy at that time because he's eight years older than me. So he was playing fantasy. It was a, it was a night game. He was in, he was down and all he had was bears defense. And we were watching the game the whole time and we we're going crazy because they ended up, they ended up winning them the game, but had to, had to bring that up. That is one of my best. And I just saw it on the broadcast. The, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> and we let them off the hook. <laughs> and uh, there's actually the Cardinals are like releasing like a, like a little mini documentary thing on that game that I'm I'm gonna watch. So I think they might have already released it, but I had to say that I had to say All that right. piece. You uh, you remember fantasy stats from 15 years ago? Yes, I dude, I remember that like as clear as day. All right, moving on to Belgium. The game's been postponed. We played a friendly game on Friday. I mean, we haven't played in like two weeks. So, a little rusty. A little rusty. I mean, just as far as like playing a game against another opponent. Um, so, we played a friendly game. It, you know, we didn't play like we wanted to play. It, it was it was all right. We ended up, we ended up losing by, by, uh, by like three. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just good to – because we're still playing in Europe. So – we had to, we got to stay sharp. And, uh, so yeah, we play in Kiev on Wednesday. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, what's, uh, is there anything like tougher with traveling now? Like with, um, well, like, I mean, traveling to Kiev is not ideal. Let me tell you that we're taking a bus at like, 6 a.m. on when on Tuesday to Amsterdam, which is like two hours away. Then we're going. Then we're going. We're flying there to Kiev, which is like 
it's like three out, three fifteen, three three thirty, three fifteen. Which hmm. I did not realize that it was that far away. But then I pulled up a map, and it's pretty much Russia. <laughs> so so that's, that's uh, what Russia is saying right now, too. <laughs> Yeah, not to get into any sort of Eastern European politics on this podcast. This certainly isn't an Eastern European politics podcast, but Ukraine is pretty much Russia. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, it's going to be probably pretty cold there. I am definitely dressing warm. All right. So I, I, I don't think it's like Siberia, if that's uh, what you have in your mind. No, that's not what I have in my mind, but... Um, it's going to be cold. Actually, I'm going to no, look up the have, weather right now. You, you definitely have like a, a war zone, uh, you know, just like cold, crisp, cold war, USS, Soviet Russia. I just said USS. USSR. Like a Soviet Russia is what you have. In my mind? Yes. Yes, of that part of the world. And no. Maybe. I've got to look it up here. All right. Eighty oh, percent. It's currently snowing there. Mm. On Wednesday, it will be thirty-two and snowing. It is forecasted to rain or snow there every day of the week. Mm. Nice. That sounds fun. We're turning into a huge weather podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. So I'll be dressing exceptionally warm. Okay. And I fig- I figured. You know, when I saw that on the schedule, oh, we're driving to Amsterdam, we're, we're getting closer, but it's still a three-hour flight, so hmm. that kind of sucks. But nonetheless, we have a game. We, yeah. we start we start uh, the, the next round three away games. So three away games, and then we play three at home. So, you know, if we can get one or two on the road, then, then we got three We got three at home, which, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is good for us, so... Um, looking forward to that in the next couple of days, and then we probably don't play again until the next Europe game because the games have been postponed here. So, yeah. So, is there any word on that uh, for you? Like for for Christmas, you're able to come home, I guess, after Christmas. Yeah, I yeah. think everything's still in order. Um, I think after the fifteenth, they're making decisions, and it sounds like pretty much no matter what, after the fifteenth, they're going to play games, even if there's no fans. Yeah. So I think we already have like one or two games already scheduled, one in like December 22nd and the other one later in January. So um, I don't so think it affects affects the time that I'll be able to, to come home. They're not going to like compound the schedule of the games you missed to your knowledge? Um, The, the games have already been remade, like oh, okay. the dates. So I, oh, I don't know. The, those dates that I just said were the the makeup games. I hope that they don't. Uh, so yeah. e- e- we missed like two games already. Yeah. We've missed two games, and we've already okay. scheduled those to make up. Oh, I guess the international break helps. Yeah, the international I'm, break. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's been like you know a month or so. No, no, the international yeah. break just ended this Monday. Okay. Like you know. Yeah. I guess last week. All right, so that's that's not all. So that we've only had one week of games canceled. Postponement. Yeah. Okay. And the Bears gonna stop. 
currently watching the game. I just, I actually just remember that it's garbage night here in Belgium. Got to take that out. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like night? garbage. Yeah. Night, I guess it, garbage night. I should say yeah. garbage night. Yeah. It's tough sometimes with these Bears games. I get too invested, and then I just forget to take the garbage out. Oh, it's happened oh, before. After a Bears loss, all oh, you know, you never want to take the garbage out. You just, no. you just go right to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come at like midnight. And pick the garbage up. Really? Which, yeah. And there's these special bags you got to put them in, which the bags are kind of expensive. Like, it's like, how much is it for a bag? Like 10? Yeah, 9 euros for 9 bags. A dollar a bag? Yeah. that's. And you can only use those bags. If you put garbage out in any other sort of bag, it will be, it will be refused. It will be refused service. So... It's, what about recycling? What's what's recycling like? A, a different bag. Different. Yeah. It's a blue bag is the recycling. So there's three things. This actually took me a while to figure out. Okay. Um, there's a whole schedule. It's a whole schedule. You got the white bags or the trash bags. Then you've okay. got the blue bags or the plastic. And then just cardboard is just – there's no bag. You just put it out. It, so Cardboard's a wild card. You just put it out. Every Sunday is is garbage, no matter what. You can always put garbage out. Okay. So then, like, the plastics is every two weeks, and it alternates with the cardboard. So one week, it's, it's garbage and plastic. Then the next week, it's garbage and cardboard. Is, is there, like, a legit, like, a... A huge amount of cardboard you're, you're using? Yeah, some people put some some cardboard out there, man. I mean, you never you never know. People doing projects and stuff. Yeah. Um, this says boxes, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, boxes and whatever. So I figured that out. Um, got a Christmas tree. Got a Christmas tree. I saw that. Went and got, uh, you know, 27 euros for this nice little tree. Uh, it's definitely got some ornaments and stuff, and we got some ornaments from this the store called Action, which is like kind of like a kind of like a dollar store, but not really. Nothing's a dollar there. It's <laughs> it's like a little bit cheaper than like a name brand store. And we've got we got these ornaments, and uh, they didn't have like hooks or anything on them, so we had to. They had like the little little things that you could like loop loop a hook through. But they didn't have hooks on them, so like mm. we had to make our own hooks, and we used we decided to use like at first Jess decided to use like the most thin yarn you've ever seen, and like I take one of I take one of these ornaments, and I, I'm I've got big fingers, okay, and I'm trying to like tie it around, drop it, drop the ornament instantly, cracks and falls on the ground, Ooh. and then. I'm still having some trouble with this with this tiny yarn, and I grab another ornament, and I I'm close I'm real close to getting the knot, and I drop it again. Cracks. I I crack two ornaments oh. <laughs> on the floor, and then I switch to a and then we switch to a little bit bigger yarn, like it was thicker, and I could really use my fingers and and uh, tie it up so. That that was that that was what happened yesterday. I, I cracked two ornaments on the on the ground. All right. Well, that's kind. Of, I guess you can be relieved of 
some of that physical labor due to your uh, your inconsistencies. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know if you're going to ask me back next year. Yeah, to, to okay. hang the ornament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, but I think uh, all my Christmas decor is done. All my Christmas. I got a couple. I got a Santa here and there. I got a, a little toy figurine guy. I got a tree. I think I'm good this year. All right. So, Solid first, first first year over there. Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you have a mailbag? You want to? Yeah. Uh, I, I can. But one one other thing is uh, okay. tomorrow. Tomorrow is Sinterklaas Day. The sixth. It's. I, I was it was explained to me today very briefly while getting taped. It's like uh, I think it's Dutch, maybe Dutch and Belgian, I don't know. The kids like put their shoes out in the fireplace and Sinterklaas comes down. It's pretty much just our Christmas, but just happens early. Okay. But it's with shoes. There's some some you put your shoes out. That's a big day here for for everybody on the sixth. So, all right, moving on now to the Haas mailbag segment. We have a question here from my guy Andrew Hogel. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, family friend of mine coached me for for a while when I was when I was a youngin. Um, he asks. What are some of the, in, in paraphrasing, he pretty much asks, what are some of the worst things that a student section, opposing team, opposing, you know, fans have said to you during a game? Um, I don't know if you saw, like, the last week, he, he mentioned this, like, the fire naggy chance at, at his son's game, that type of stuff. So that's where he was He was kind of going with this. And it's a, it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, you got anything, Will? Well, I have a certain uh, gym in mind that I think was. I have a certain gym. Okay, well, is it the well, same one? What's yours? I remember pretty much every year we played at Drake. Their fans gave me some pretty good, some pretty pretty good grief. Um, I mean, the classic the classic thing when I was in college to say was Crutwig, you're fat. I mean that was classic. Every time I went there, you're so fat. Like it's so classic it, it, to the point where it's just like, I don't care. I don't care what you're saying. Um, ogre. I've been called an ogre a couple of times here and there. Um, yeah, words words hurt, man. Sticks and stones won't break my bones though. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So I, I wasn't thinking of Drake, but definitely like. So there's two sections is always pretty close to us, and they have a good student They're section close, for the yeah. valley. Uh, so I do distinctly remember a couple of those. But I was thinking Furman. I think Furman was the most hostile. Oh yeah, Furman had some good fans. They had yeah. like a their swim team or lacrosse team or something. It was a lacrosse team, and they wore their helmets. Yeah, with no shirt, no yeah. shirts. That was <laughs> yeah, a good one. And so they were right next to. Like I could have like reached my leg out and like you know kicked one of them. Uh, I'd kick them, but that's how close they were. And they said some pretty absurd stuff. And the parents were really close to us too, and like they were super bothered by it. Like I had like one or two parents, like like kind of stand, like like say some stuff back to them when they're yelling stuff. And that was just such a bad game down there. Like that was that our was my true. sophomore year. 
That's a throwback. Your junior year. Because we played him at home your sophomore year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My junior year. My junior year. Yeah, yeah. Early yeah. On. I remember one time one time at Evansville. Um, you might, it was your sophomore year. It was my my sophomore year. So my my sophomore, sophomore year. Your freshman year. Okay. Um, was that, that the game we got it, blown out? Yeah, we, got, we were getting torched. And yeah. uh, we had B. Mullins, and he – like you know, he would. He's always standing up during the game. Yeah, like, okay. you know, he's he's not coaching. He he's not the head coach, but he still stands up. Right, calls yeah. the plays, does whatever. And there was this guy behind him, like the whole game. Yep. Sit down, Brian. <laughs> he was yelling at him. Come on, Brian. Sit down. The whole game. He was. I don't know what he had it out for him though. Like every time he stood up, he was screaming, and he was like. Maybe three rows back, four rows back. It, it it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Probably because Brian Mullins dominated him or Evansville for four years. Uh, you know what? Like a more than a decade before that. So uh, and it did. Yeah, it didn't help that we were losing. And no. like the amount of times he stands up during a game, like and the guy did it. I give him credit. He never once like. <laughs> Didn't tell him to sit down. Yeah, he was. It, I was <laughs> laughing. I was. I was laughing. Like the first couple times, I was like, "Wow, this guy is. This guy is hilarious." So that was that was a good one. I, um, I, I do remember Drake. For whatever reason, they gave us a lot of crap about our shoes. So one, uh, Coach Moser would always get a ton, and Drew was getting a lot yesterday too. You know, you know, stuff in him. But Coach Moser drew a lot of attention too. And they were yeah, the, the, the jacket was always uh, was always yeah, a, yeah. A, a way for people to attack them. Yeah, your jacket uh, sucks. Yeah. Um, and but, then you I know, remember- by the way, by the way, it, it, it is is sorry to cut you off, but it is college is our college basketball coaches done wearing suits? Basketball in general, man. Look at the NBA. Not in Europe. Not in Europe. My coach wears a suit every game. Love it. Yeah, uh, there, that's how it should are, be. There are a couple staffs that uh, still wear. Everyone now is into the uh, just the matching polos. Yeah, that's like the new that's like the new uh-huh. wave now. The matching yeah. polos with with the sneakers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Even uh, you know, not I haven't seen one college coach yet wear a suit in the games that I've watched, which hasn't been many. But we we will get Coach Moser on here uh, postseason. And we need to ask him about one, like, what does he do with himself now without a jacket? Yeah, uh, haven't really caught footage of that yet. And then two, like, you know, how was that decision made? Like, how how could he do that to a jacket? Like, if I, yeah, I mean, if I was a coach, I would be all for this not wearing suits stuff. You know, yeah, I never would want to dress up in a suit every game, but it's classy. It's classy, and it. It adds an element to the game. Yeah. I do think, you know, Coach Moser and Coach Valentine were a little – like, I was surprised we just went totally away from it. I mean, like, Drew obviously loves his shoes, so that's a way he can get into it. But, you know, Drew had some, some awesome suits too, so. Yeah, so now it's like almost when you see a coach in a suit, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's <laughs> going on, you know? Like, well, I want one game for the whole staff to come out in suits. And everyone would be like, whoa, this is a big game. They're in suits. 
that's no no you can't do that that that's that's not good uh i don't know not karma but you can't just mix it up like that bring back coaches wearing suits man bring it back all right uh, maybe we'll get a couple more uh coaches on to speak about this what was your point before i cut you off you're talking you're talking uh, about a uh, drake I think I was talking about Drake. Yeah, you were talking about the suits, and then I was like, Whoa. then I remembered that. I remember at Drake, they give Coach Moser, you know, crap about like his, his his shoes too, and then I remember that game. Drew was like, he gave me a hard time pregame for wearing like these team issued maroon shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like one thing. Drew is, that's one thing. Drew is never afraid to let you hear it about, <laughs> about some shoes. I would wear, I wore the same pair of shoes all year, every year. And every time in pre- like I wore them for practice and for the games and every game, <laughs> Drew would be like, crut dog, that's not it. <laughs> what are you going to give those? What are you going to give those shoes a rest? <laughs> Oh, that was consistent. That was consistent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but so so he said that pregame, and then the the uh, student section was yelling at me and Jake for being at the end of the bench and having like the worst shoes on the yeah. floor. Which uh, <laughs> never been a big shoe guy. Yeah. Shoes just just give me comfort, comfort over performance. Yeah, performance and comfort. Back to the suits though, like. It used to be a special thing when you didn't wear a suit. It was like you were at you were at a holiday tournament, tournament. or you were at a you know you're at a Thanksgiving tournament, or you were in you were in tropical paradise. Those were the only times you got to not wear a suit. Mm -hmm. But now it's just a commonplace every day, every game. Bring back the suits, man. All right, we'll we'll get some more opinions on that. But uh, All all right, well I think that's good. Um, again, if you, uh, <laughs> score is 33 to 14 currently. So I don't think, uh, ah, still got the fourth quarter. <laughs> no, no, it's four minutes left in the game. Yes. Oh man. All right. Got four. We got the two minute warning. Dalton just threw another pick. Yes. It was a good one. All right. Well, uh, everyone, thanks for listening. We have another big week. We'll be uh, coming back from Nashville this time next weekend, or I guess during the weekend. So uh, from there, we'll we'll have a good episode. Um, I'll put in some asks to some high-level guests. Um, have not gotten yeah. responses yeah. yet, but we're, we're gonna be doing a little picky. We do have some scheduled interviews, actually. So yes, yes, we do for for the holiday but, season. But uh, all right, I'll put in some asks. Hopefully, they get get yeah. answered but yeah. you know, all right not look, let's just put it like this it's not looking good okay um but yeah follow us on instagram yeah we, we know how many people listen to this podcast it's around and, it's and higher than the number of followers we have exponentially higher than than the followers we have so look uh, it up bears blurs belgium on instagram i i, I was going to post a mailback question but only 70 like, people were going to see it yeah. All right. So follow us on Instagram. That's all I can say. Good. All right. Cut. Go Blurs. Go Blurs. See you guys next week. See ya.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.